GP19 in Adelaide, TMR reporter Penny Durham spoke to genetic pathologist Dr Melody Caramans, who gave a presentation on non-invasive prenatal testing. This simple blood test can tell you whether a fetus has an aneuploidy, which could lead to Downs, Edwards and Patel's syndrome. It's a highly accurate test and presents no risk to the fetus, unlike invasive prenatal tests. But as with anything, there are a few variables to be aware of. So I'm here at GP19 with Dr Melody Caramans. Could you introduce yourself? I'm Melody Caramans. I'm a genetic pathologist, one of a very few in the country. I'm the National Director of Genomics for the Pathology Division of Helios. I'm also the Chair of the College of Pathologists of Australasia's uh, Genetics Advisory Committee. And you just gave an interesting talk about non-invasive prenatal testing. Um, do you find that there is still any reluctance among practitioners to order this test? Is it you know, still relatively new? Uh, I guess it's relatively new. As I said, um, I've been talking about the test for six years. To me, that's an old test in genetics anyway. Uh, but uh, look, I think there is, there is a reluctance among some practitioners. Uh, most of that reluctance is to do with, with cost and the fact that the test isn't rebated. I think most GPs know about it. Most GPs understand that it is the most accurate um, and most sensitive and specific screening test uh, compared with other tests. But because it's not a rebated test, there are um, some GPs that are reluctant to order it and some GPs are sometimes reluctant to order it because um, they don't know about it very much. So, broadly speaking, when should it be offered um, and to whom? Uh, You're asking a doctor, so you'll never get a straight answer on that. It depends on the patient. In general, prenatal screening tests uh, and all the different options for prenatal screening tests, whether that be combined first trimester screening or an IPT or, or other tests, should always be discussed with patients and it should be a matter of free informed choice depending on the patient's uh, circumstances and their clinical presentation. So definitely an IPT is something you should be discussing with all of your patients. Uh, Whether it's right for them is a choice that you need to make together. Mm -hmm. And for anyone who isn't aware of what is actually being measured and counted in this test, you gave a neat potter description of what is actually being tested here. Could you give me a brief version of that? Sure. So um, non-invasive prenatal testing looks at cell-free DNA, so that cell that's, that's, that's DNA that's not in your cells. It's broken down and it's floating around in the plasma. And um, what you're looking for is fragments of DNA from various chromosomes. Now, some of that is from the mum and some of that's from the baby. So you're looking at and counting the number of DNA fragments from the different chromosomes. And when you've got a baby with uh, a genetic imbalance like Down syndrome, where you've got more chromosome 21 because you've got three copies of chromosome 21, you can increase, uh, so you can detect that slight increase in chromosome 21 DNA and that's what you're measuring. That's amazing and um, the the caveat being that because it's a matter of concentration then if the maternal BMI is high you don't get sufficient concentration of the fetal fraction? Yeah absolutely Uh, maternal BMI as well as uh, a number of other placental uh, and fetal and maternal factors can can affect it. I guess the other thing that I really want to emphasize is that what we're measuring in an IPT is placental DNA not fetal DNA bit of a misnomer Um, and you talked a bit about um, the fact that it's a screening test and not a diagnostic one and why is that an important distinction to make? Uh, Because I think uh, diagnostic tests are tests that you then action in a definitive way. 
whereas uh, non-invasive prenatal testing is a screen and on its own shouldn't be used to make any kind of definitive action for a, a, a pregnancy. It's a test that you offer, like all screening tests, to an asymptomatic population. So as I said, it's something that you would discuss with all of your patients. Um, and it's measuring placental DNA rather than field DNA, so it's a slightly indirect measure. Of, of uh, It's a pretty good indirect measure, uh, but still not exactly the, you know, it's not a diagnostic test. And um, compared to uh, what you said, a more gold-plated test than uh, gold-standard conventional tests, how does the sensitivity and specificity stack up? Uh, look, uh, compared with uh, an invasive, uh, there are two kinds of invasive tests. So you can do a chorionic villus sample, which samples the placenta, and uh, NIPT is also placental DNA. So it, in terms of the sensitivity and specificity, it's actually reasonably close to an invasive CVS test, uh, but you wouldn't do a CVS test uh, given that there's a risk of miscarriage unless you had a positive screening test, so that makes it a diagnostic test. So the sensitivity and specificity is similar to that, but it's less than uh, a, a uh, amniotic fluid sample. Uh, so when you're testing uh, an amniotic fluid sample, then you're really much more looking at fetal DNA rather than placental DNA. So the sensitivity is, look, we're talking fractions, right? Fractions of a percent higher. So it's very, very close, um, but not, not as good. And finally, if cost were not an issue, would it be something that you should just offer routinely to every pregnant woman or are there still any reasons not to offer it to someone who's not at high risk? It is the most sensitive and specific screening test. So if cost were not an issue, I think you probably should offer it. Are there any reasons not to offer it? I think that there may be. So if you see a woman who, for example, you've done a combined first trimester screen on and they return a very high risk result for an aneuploidy, like a 1 in 10 result or something like that, you may want to go straight to invasive testing from there rather than waiting another week and doing an NIPT. So that's one reason you may not want to do it. But and look, my honest opinion, if cost were not an issue, absolutely, I would think everybody probably should have it. Great. Thank you very much, Dr. Carmens. You're welcome.